welcome back to the November Rain Podcast. Nothing lasts forever. Nothing lasts forever. Podcast with Taryn Robin, TNR, talking GNR, TNR talking GNR, talking the NRU, the November Rain Universe. Yeah. And uh, I don't we know. Kinda, we kind of had a revelation a few, like just this is all happening live. We had. It's not happening live. Well, it is. I mean, it, in in the interstellar universe, it's still currently happening, but it did happen about 20 minutes ago. We yeah. had a different episode planned. Yeah, we we were um, going to sit down talking about the NRU. We were going to talk about some other aspects of the NRU, but we had a pretty big revelation that we just stumbled but upon I this evening. Yeah, but we need to we need to disclose it and then move on. We need to just let the we need to let our four listeners know and then move on. I don't think it's necessarily our fault. I don't I, think it's our fault by any means. There's a lot, like you said, there's a lot of wrong information on the internet. No, yeah, that, so a lot welcome of poor, back. poor wording. Welcome back. And this is our 50th, 75th episode mm-hmm. of the November podcast. This is podcast. the 75th anniversary of the Nothing Lasts Forever podcast. Yeah, we are about three months in. Mm-hmm. And um, you guys have been listening. You know, we started as uh, both a... Uh, I started at ground zero. Mm-hmm. I'd say we both started at ground zero. Yeah, but now we're coming um, deep, 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 Guns and Roses, November Rain uh, scholars. Yeah, and that's that's kind of what I'm getting at. I'm just gonna say, usually Robin drops the bombs, but I'm gonna I'm gonna take the uh, take the bombshell today and go ahead and let you know. So I don't know exactly how it came up, but we decided. Well, there was there was a couple things. One, Robin was. We've kind of we've had this discussion before where slash. There's like rumors that Slash did the guitar solo on the Michael Jackson song, Black or White. And I'm like, I, I kind of hear that that was debunked and it wasn't him. But we I don't looked, know there's, if it was a rumor. There was a, there, it is like it was it was just mis, misattributed to Slash often. Although Slash did after the song came out, would do like live performances with Michael. But that took us down the road before we debunked it. Robin's kind of like having a false memory Mandela no. effect thing no. of Slash being in the Black or White video. So no. we decide to sit down and watch it. Robin, this is exactly what happened. No, no, no. No, no, no. I was reading a book. And the book said that Slash was in Black White. It's not a Mandela effect. I've been reading. So we're talking about we're uh, Guns N' Roses scholars. So I've been like consuming Yeah, a she's lot the researcher. I'm just the, the I, I don't really actually fully understand my role in this podcast, um, to be frank. But okay, look, let's not read around the bush here. No, we've been, we did this podcast kind of talking about the excess of it. Donald Trump declaring it his favorite music video of all time. Why would Donald Trump like this po- this uh, music video so much? Because it was expensive. It was the most expensive music video of all time at the time. What we found out today was not only was it not the most, most expensive music video at the time. It, it wasn't. It, just- it, it wasn't even in the top five at the time and I've and i can't show be in the top five it it might be number six at the yeah, at the top by the time six. it came out it was but there were two artists that had been making videos for years before november rain came out that were regularly more expensive by multiple times like three four but, times more expensive than november rain and the two artists are madonna and, and michael, michael jackson, jackson who are full of bloat and excess and all those things and i think we can just talk yeah, there's so much to talk about just with that. So, but there, let's talk about it. What, fuck you, internet. Why is everyone? That is a common. So not statement. only has the internet misattributed, it's one November the, Rain being the most music video of all, the most expensive they, music video of all time at, at, during the its time. time. 
it also is misattributing slash recording the guitar parts of black and yeah. white, which is which is so commonly like sourced incorrectly that it made it into her 33 and a third book. But what's weird, well, not weird, is Slash actually does. He subsequently play played it live with. A, no, 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 no. He is on the Dangerous album with Black and White. That intro is a different song. No, it's a different song. Oh, she's right. She's right. He is on the Dangerous album on a different song. Like just a couple tracks later. Yeah, it was a much lesser hit. It wasn't a hit at all. No. But he's he's not on the Black or White song. That's not him playing guitar. And so not only is that completely not true, but Black or White came out a year before November Rain. It did not come out a year before November Rain. It came out three months. Even if it came out three days before November Rain, it was still three times more expensive that's true that's true okay hold on we came in really fucking hot we yeah. just dropped so much information so like, like so this process what we just which just said we are recanting our repeated statement no that november rain was the most expensive music video of all time i just no, want to make that we've clear never said it's the most expensive I video think of all we time. have said that multiple no, times no, no 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 i've never said that i've said it's the most expensive video at the time yeah that's what i mean robin that's no, what I that's, mean. But that's not what you said. Well, that's, but I, I've said it about five times leading up to that statement I just made today. So. But why would people say that? Which I'm really frustrated with is why, but I think what it is, is people are saying it's the most expensive rock video of all time or yeah. at that time. No one had ever done, no one had done what they did. No in rock their artists genre. were even coming close. She's, she's right. And I, and, and I, I, they, they kind of like changed the scale of music videos for their specific, which also, there's yeah so these these other music videos by the way that were more expensive than november rain that came out they were directed by people like john landis martin scorsese no which one martin scorsese directed the video for bad which came out four years before november rain and cost four times the money scorsese why so so these are these are hollywood blockbuster filmmakers making music videos what did john landis do i don't really know john landis well john landis movies yeah, I don't know. John Landis did, um, well, it depends on what he's famous for. He did Amer- An American Werewolf in London, which is one of my favorite movies of all time. John Landis also did the Twilight Zone movie, which is a notorious movie in like kind of, they made a movie based on the, the show The Twilight Zone in the 80s. And John Landis was always like really ambitious with his like stunts and props and special effects. And there was a storyline in it where it was like a Vietnam like like time travel flashback scene so they're going back to this like guy i can't remember the exact details of it but essentially he used a real helicopter and the actor vic morrow i believe and real vietnamese children on a on a set and it was supposed to be like a helicopter either landing or taking off in water and the thing the thing crashed and killed everybody what on set including two little kids Yikes. so two like three people died in an accident on set for this Twilight Zone movie. And he he was advised, this this uh, stunt is not safe. Do not do it. These are children. And, and he pushed forward and he insisted he, on doing it anyways. And I think that like Vic Morrow was, I hope I'm getting that right. I didn't actually research this at all. I just kind of know shit. the story. But this is this is more or less what happened. I think that he was fucking decapitated by the no, helicopter no, no, no. Stop, blade. Stop, stop, stop. He was. Really? So, so... Black or White, the most expensive music video of all time at the time, was coming off of this guy managed to fucking salvage his career with the black after or- killing three people. And he was sued. I mean, he he's considered 
liable for their deaths. He's it's but he 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 was such a respected filmmaker Weird. and artist that his career didn't like tank quite the way it should have, but it sort of also did. Like I don't think he really ever made like a major movie or anything after that. But but Landis is kind of like a comedy horror like quirky filmmaker. I yeah, he did I Landis did a couple episodes of The Masters of Horrors, which are actually really phenomenal. But Ooh. um so that's what November Rain is up against is John Landis Black or White which what Robin said came out 3 months before the video yeah. and was 3 times the cost. So okay, let's talk about Black or White. So now uh, we're like it's very good. invested in Black and White, yeah. right? Okay, and uh it's in the NRU. You guys It is you, in the this, NRU. This is a November Rain podcast. You're like gonna, why the fuck are they talking about Black and White? Um and I it's totally in the November Rain universe for several reasons again. Uh, yeah, it came out in the same time. There's a little slash overlap. There, there's a slash overlap. So Slash didn't record the riffs on the song. However, in the music video, there's a weird intro yeah. with Macaulay Culkin in a house with George Went, like playing music yeah. too loud, and that's Slash. That is Slash. From, but you, but you don't, but that's the, the internet is saying that. Slash. No, slash no, no. is not physically in the video, but the internet is saying that that part is Slash, and then when it cuts into the actual song, it's not. Someone else. But I, I honestly, I'm kind of at a point with the internet where I don't believe anything is real anymore. Yeah, well, but okay, what's also weird, though, about the internet, there's, it's also that was a time before the internet, so we weren't documenting any of that. So For that, sure. The information is, is. Um, it was like a game of telephone. Yeah, or it's like, it's. In print, and not all that print got archived on Absolutely. the internet. So stuff is missing. Information mm-hmm. is missing. And we might have to go straight to John Landis to figure that shit yeah. out. We might have to go straight to Mr. Saul Hudson to figure that shit out. God, could, oh, uh, what uh, I would yeah, do to do. Saul but, Hudson. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> so we're going to talk about Saul Woof. Hudson. This. Oh, Saul boy. Let him degrade um, me. Do you remember? So here's the thing. Okay, because we were also talking about one of the things we're learning about the context of Use Your Illusions 1 and 2 coming out in November. Mm -hmm. It was released, I think, November 91, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, The single, the video for November Rain came out. So what? That's like a couple months, months later. later. Yeah. Um, in February. Mm-hmm. And February So we're approaching 92. the 29 year anniversary of November Rain. Yeah. So, um, and I, there's, they, they had a couple of signals come out before, mm-hmm. um, November Rain came out for Use Your Illusion, but we're reading all this stuff and like fall. So August to November of 91 was like the most, uh, epic album release Absolutely. for I, When Robin read that list of albums yeah, that came we'll out over it. between August and like November, November of 1991, it's like, it, she, it doesn't stop. It just, it just, just when you think she's not going to name another iconic fucking album, she says Metallica's self-titled black album. It's, it's uh, like notorious, Michael Jackson dangerous. It's notorious for just massive albums that came out all in that season yeah. and nothing really is like ever it, it kind of it blew I, up the sound scan is what they're calling it uh-huh. like it created do you have uh, a list uh no i don't no, but we'll okay do it but at a different time, we'll do but, time but, but, but the, we're t- i mean that's the scale we're talking about by the way so like this is just the, the three the, that i can think of top of my head which is the metallica record michael jackson dangerous never mind and user, we talked never about mind and user losing one and two i mean what and a, the what thing we also list. just talked about oh and the other ones are garth brooks his oh, big the, album the garth brooks and album. Uh, mariah carey emotions which Whoa. we know she holds the number and, she holds the most billboard number ones of anyone and i don't and even so, really fucking know what they are and so when we're talking about these records like metallica being an outlier here, like I think it's kind of fascinating. And then you two had their baby, and then you two, act tongue baby, act tongue baby. God, you two is the worst bitch. 
<laughs> but, but but that's like these are like uh, these are the biggest rock bands still currently. U two and Metallica. You know, but uh, the uh, like the collective amount of units that was sold across those albums is we'll never see anything like that no, again. No, we'll never absolutely. And it sure. kind of like created like the CD generation. That, and all that, that stuff. had and to be like that had to be the most. Out of this that soundscape. had to be a uh, like a few months that like. The stocks in record stores and record companies yep. was soaring, soaring. So that's mm-hmm. what's and um, but dangerous came oh, out, dangerous, and it is, uh, it's it's such like it's prob like Michael Jackson is such a problematic artist, and it's difficult to talk about him for me because, I mean, people Robin and mine's age like we grew up on Michael Jackson. This well, this yeah. was the most important, the biggest pop star of all time. So and he fell so hard. Uh, yeah and and it's but, but when you can remove yourself from it and watch these performances no one's like mike i mean he was so talented and these are such the dangerous songs but like so take good. me back to 91 i remember the release of this music they would, video they would Why? set up these music videos robin with like weeks like, long countdowns and it was re- no but i remember it being released on like prime, prime time, time television but it would be like this like two Fridays from now, 8 p.m. Yeah, Michael you, Jackson. Like, yes, I, I it was like physically remember where I was in my house, where I was in my family. Yes. I was six fucking years yeah, old. This, this is, I mean, this is a time and place in kind of like media history that is like you can't. There was nothing like it, it was, before, and there was nothing like it since. This early 90s music video thing it is. But it's in this video, it was released, and it still holds some of it. What it cost four million dollars, and it had it had a lot of that was you know actually one of the we were getting used to effects like that that effect in the uh, where the that face we were changing doing, the face changing and the morphing between people yeah. that was really new. So the face changing effect, and I remember hearing this kind of factoid. I've talked a little bit about my like thing about the Terminator movies, but that technology that they used in. The black or white video for the face change. It was really new. It, it was really new, and it was only used also in Terminator Two: Judgment Day for the T one thousand Robert Patrick. Because huh. remember, the T one thousand would go from like liquid metal to human to liquid metal to a spiky arm through so the milk. There's just like they created so that, this and again, and, like, and, and Guns and Roses is in the the Terminator Two is in the Guns and Roses universe. Yeah, and that also, was the first single. Yeah, the first single off of User Illusion uh, Two was you could be buying this is so funny i have the youtube video open you know we love the comments we up in the comments you gotta get a comment for me (laughs) give me one no just someone just said uh ending racism in the most creative way so that was the other thing we remembered about it so this video was very like oh god this is this is pre-black lives matter this is even pre-rodney king this is pre-la riots i mean say what you fucking will about michael jackson but the lyrics to this song and apparently there was some imagery that landis put in the video that got censored out that was graphic epithets because they wanted to make this major major statement against racism you know, Michael Jackson, on one hand, horrific pedophile. On the other hand, pretty ra- racially woke, guys. Is he, though? He has a lot of internalized racism. Well, I mean, I, 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 don't, try to- I don't really like to talk about people's, like, body image issues. And yeah, that's that's sort of what we're dealing with Michael Jackson. Um, so that's that's kind of a judgment that I don't I won't make on people or I try not to. I did comment on a really fat lady on a small bike today, though. She was absolutely not really fat. She just had a big butt. <laughs> I, don't. I felt bad. I couldn't like hold it back. She looked really weird on this bike. No, no, no. The bike she was too small. Great. She looked great. I um, wish I could be that confident. So anyways, 
black and white video though i re- do not remember it coming out i feel like was pepsi of course involved I remember in pepsi was always involved with michael pepsi jackson was always involved didn't, with michael but, jackson but, but also i'm not sure because didn't Here's he light the, himself on fire at the pepsi video i don't really i don't know the time like god we need to know it was the time in the 80s he lit, he lit himself on fire filming a pepsi video and of course we also Badly. we also talk about home alone 2 a lot on this mm-hmm. it's in the it inner, works in it works in bring it and in at the time so Macaulay Culkin's in this video, and yeah. he's the highest. So we have the most expensive video of all time. The, mo- the biggest think, artist of all time. How much do you think the most expensive video of all time is going to Macaulay Culkin's cut? Salary. Oh, they a gave lot. 25% to Macaulay. Yeah, he probably did. He probably walked away with a mill. He's He was the highest paid uh, child, actor. child actor at the time. Mm-hmm. Huge. and uh, But he was also a personal friend of michael jackson's yeah this 11 year old boy was a personal yeah, friend of michael jackson we've but that's, seen the thing we don't need to get down we're not going to talk about that but, but we're just talking about there's, some, talk about there's the some, there's some angles there that don't need to be yeah discussed. of course we all look back on this and it's a little weird but i remember <laughs> coming out and yeah it was a big deal and you saw the faces change and they're like you know tyra's in there yep, super happy from Brit- like all these like so beautiful wonder, models from all these different I, cultures oh god the african models and like it, really beautiful people yeah were, beautiful they, people and they were real people from from whatever like the turkish dancers and the yeah and the, the native american dancers they I mean, were they, they were they were not actors they were real people in these cultures like michael jackson took us on a unifying trip around the world of Michael ja- in in Michael Jackson's black or white video. It it So, but the weird thing about all of this though is Slash was like BFFs with Michael Jackson. There was some weird shit going down between Slash so and Michael I, Jackson. Slash and Michael, there's a long there's a history of them there, being uh-huh. pals. Uh-huh. And I'm Well, I was thinking about it cuz we keep finding like video for video of them like performing together and I, I Slash Slash hadn't Michael Jackson was not Geffen. Slash had no obligation to Michael Jackson, aside from like wanting to be there with him. And the same goes for Michael Jackson and Slash. There was some connection between the two guys. Like I know that Slash is considered a kind of like a hermity recluse, kind of agoraphobic. And obviously Michael Jackson has some had some anxiety issues too. So I think that they were a couple of weirdos who met backstage at the Grammys one year and it kind of hit it off. I think they're both really soft spoken. I think they were, well, I mean, you have to like think about it at the time slash in 91, when they were recording this album, he's the most famous, most notable guitar player. Yeah. I mean, him and Eddie Van Halen, who Eddie Van Halen was on, um, Thriller. Interesting. You don't know about the Thriller? He did this guitar solo in Thriller. Eddie Van Halen. One take. I think I did. I think we've talked about it or I knew that, but Michael Jackson, kind of like how, you know, when Axl Rose so famously says, give me some reggae, Axl Rose loves his reggae. I think Michael Jackson loves his rock and roll. I think Michael so Jackson. Does Donald so Trump. That's the thing, too, that I'm um, because Eddie Van Halen, R.A.P., recently passed away. So I've been hearing list people have been talking about Eddie Van Halen and mm-hmm. this Michael Jackson thing. He was notoriously a uh, music fan. Right. And so he was really into innovating. He was in the booth, all this stuff. So he called up Eddie Van Halen, asked him to come and do the thing, just do his thing on this track. So this is a story with Slash. Slash, he just called up Slash's manager and said, we want you in the studio, come down. But he didn't, but he didn't, for the he other song. The, for the other, other song. song. I keep forgetting yeah. about that other song, yeah. Yeah. What is that song even called? Uh, I just said it. I know, I don't, it doesn't really matter. Some other song. Give in to me. Give in to me, a non-single off of Dangerous. He's in the opening... But yeah, everyone thinks he's the opening riff and he said the record stick that he wasn't in it. No, yeah. Okay, interesting. But yeah, he 
so Michael Jackson reached out to Slash oh, yeah. and then they built a friendship. Off of that. Okay. An odd couple first began their collaborations in 91 and they were just pounds. The odd couple, Mike. Yeah. Mike and Saul. Slash revealed that he received a call one day from his manager who told him, Michael is trying to get in touch with you. To which his reply was, cool. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Slash seems like a moderately humble guy. He said, uh, we made a date to go down the studio and he went down there in Hollywood and uh, Brooke Shields was also there. That was back when Michael Jackson and Brooke Shields were fake dating. Oh, were they fake dating? Yeah, they're fake dating. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like being a, like a beard for some like, well, hopefully like not pedophile, but like someone else, that could be something that could work for you, Robin. A beard? You're pretty enough to beard for a famous gay guy. Oh, cool. I wonder who. That's a compliment. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. So if anyone, hey, if anyone out there is like trying to keep themselves under wraps, I got a pretty blonde single friend over here. (laughs) Wow. But let's like, so let's talk about the performances that we watched with Sasha. So one thing too is just like. And, you know, I was thinking about Saskatoon and um, I think about Saskatoon we, we talked about Saskatoon yesterday for 45 minutes. And I think we only got into like the we, we clothes had, that they wear. We yeah, like, barely yeah. passed and, and like, like the stuff. And that was really more like they don't you guys don't want to hear it. Yeah, you don't want to hear it. But the thing that I was thinking about, too, uh, with Saskatoon, is it how clear it is that Slash it like I mean, Slash is epic on it in the, yeah. the the range of talent. He's never bored. And he does, um, he does some Jimmy Page. I uh, he he plays a couple. He of plays Zeppelin some Zeppelin riffs. riffs. He plays. And a, I think he, he plays, plays some, a. What's the other dude? Jimmy that, Hendrix, maybe. And the other Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he. So he does it. So it's so clear too that that you know, and I, we've talked about with Axel, he was looking for a Jimmy Page a blues, right? Dude. And like that's, I think one one thing that's really unique to Guns and Roses in the space is like. Slash brought this 70s rock inspo mm-hmm. to it. Mm-hmm. And we have Duff, who's actually like a true grunge punk boy mm-hmm. from, and, and like there, there is something really magical about Duff and Slash. I agree. And then we have Izzy doing his. Izzy kind of the Izzy glue like holding the, it together. That's what, rhythm, pre, that's what the rhythm section's the for. The strokes, like Izzy's right. on his own level. And like the, the magic of those three people together. Mm-hmm. And they were, they're pretty legit well and i want you to take a minute and think about the heaven and hell solos especially the hell solo and think about sorum's drumming while slash is playing the hell solo it's it's integral yeah to that solo so i i don't i know adler couldn't have done it in the same way it would have been it would have been cool but it would have been sloppy and it would have been different sorum's tight drumming yeah is what holds November rain together. No, and then, November rain together. And then, I, I really, I can't really say anything. And the Aside same, from Sorum looking douchey, I can't say anything bad about him. And at the same fucking time, we have Axl Rose orchestrating a string yeah. section uh-huh. and is a genius pianist. Yeah. With a full piano version of this song. Right. That we're going to talk about and, in the next episode. And then we got our boy dizzy on the keys you got, and then, you know what and just to keep everything just grounded, grounded. and keep you everyone bring, in based in reality you got dizzy on the keys you got, you're bringing the bongos you got dizzy reed and the motherfucking bongos yeah but like that's yeah it's, i think like the you know we were talking like really early on how slash was ranked number two in times um Times Magazine's best electric guitarist or uh-huh. whatever. And number one, I think, was Jimi Hendrix. But, you know, he 
and we were kind of joking that maybe he didn't deserve number. He absolutely kind of deserves number two after all these like. I mean, who would deserve it over him? I mean, so a I mean, page, a prince, a prince, a BB King, BB King, guess, not electric a, though. A Van Halen. I don't really know people. I mean, Eddie Van Halen goes fast. Yeah, He's got yeah, the speed. And, I, and and we're not musicians, so we're yeah, not. We listening. don't really actually know any. We're of this not. Shit. We actually have no no. Clue. <laughs> and if you haven't noticed, we are never correct. Yeah, and we have true. no idea what we're talking about at any given time. Okay, but let's Pretty think about the black Robin. and white video is $4 million at the time. Mm-hmm. Where did that, and we talked about a lot it of that went money into went the to the Terminator morphing. Yeah. So it was split, because Mike, Mike probably didn't need a payday out of this. And also, you so did, you're splitting it down the middle between Terminator 2 morphs and Macaulay Culkin. And also said they were traveling. They, those mm-hmm. those were recorded probably in those places. Right, They I think they were, yeah. yeah. Weird, like in Africa, in the... Safari in the in bush, the, yeah, right. The in Serengeti, the bush. In the, yeah, mm. weird, yeah. But yeah, I remember that so. So, so well. what we're just trying to tell you all is that you know, there's but, a little bit of misinformation. No. It was not intentional. We were misinformed. We misinterpreted. No. We miss Robin. We got to take responsibility for this one. Well, looking back on it, it's it's one of the most expensive. I believe it's. But I think it's still it still will be it's the most exp- no one had done that in rock video. I mean, that's the, for sure. No one. Like, there was no but, rock video. There still really hasn't been. Yeah. Actually, the list had a really weird. So the top twenty music videos, most expensive music videos of all time list was like your your usual suspects. So you got your Madonna, your Michael Jackson. Yeah, Madonna. And then you have shit ton and then of you have Britney Spears, and, and you even have like Drake. But there was someone in the top twenty that like stuck out to me. And it was one of the only other rock bands, and it was Sisters of Mercy. Dominion Mother Russia. The music video for Dominion Mother Russia, I just call that song Dominion, is one of the most expensive music videos of all time, still to this day in the top 20. I don't, I guess I don't really know Sisters of Mercy's, like the scope of how popular they were commercially in Uh, Europe. I know that they were never big in America. I mean, okay, so just for some perspective, Sisters of Mercy, Sisters of Mercy is an 80s goth band. They're rad. and it was just interesting to see that they were even close at the top 100, top 200. No, that top 20. Wild. Really? Dominion. Um, oh, I had something and I totally That's okay. lost this it. This is just an extra fun episode. Uh, it, I isn't... think what I was thinking about, remember, so Slash and that, so we saw a performance of, um, he performed it live in Special Things and it was the 10th anniversary of MTV. And I think... One of the things, of course, we talk about this all the time is MTV is such an important part of Guns N' Roses and um, and like 92, 91. So 91 was the 10 year anniversary and the 10 year anniversary performance of Michael Jackson Bad with Slash. And it was just Slash and fucking MJ out there. And man, did they look like they were having fucking yeah, Slash fun. Slash looked like he was enjoying it. And yeah, for sure. And the there wind was machine. A, perhaps the wind machine could have been turned down a couple well, levels. So that was like a, it was a, a really, little too windy on the stage. That was like a really Michael thing, right? Because, you know, he the oh, shirt was flowing out. Yeah. The and shirt the is flowing out in the wind, and he's like kind of battling and the wind constantly. That, yeah, right? that, that was like part of Michael's shtick was right? battling the wind. Because he's like flipping the shirt back yeah. with his hands. Yeah. But a I Saul Hudson and a wind machine. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised, like, Slash's Wait, guitar Slash? picks kept didn't keep blowing in the, in, away. You know what also was interesting in that performance that we watched? No sig, no hat, because the hat would have blown off his head. Yeah, but there. You know instead, what, Robin? They rehearsed with that. You know, they rehearsed with that hat. Well, just, they couldn't keep I just it on saw his a head. Second performance where he it was wearing a keep, very, but it was the same wind hat. machine. But I'm. Um, 
that that one performance, yeah, there was a lot of wind and Saul's I can't believe how much I've called him Saul. <laughs> what is his name? His hair is just like flowing in the most beautiful way that I yeah. can't it's very windy. I can't even handle it. Yeah. And it was really gorgeous. But you know, I've been thinking a lot about Mr. Saul Hudson and you know, we know he's got his problems and he's potentially canceled and of course they're all canceled. They all have a lot of problems. Like my sister said canceling people is canceled no which is not true by that's the not way. true please keep canceling people when they fucking deserve it um but i've just been thinking more just and more don't about cancel how, us for getting that important factoid wrong yeah i keep thinking or just how or, or like, for being a bad for being uh, very attracted to saul hudson and like not being able to let it go but i've been thinking about it how he's like perfect he has he also has like one thing that weird that i noticed is he has a belly button piercing in 91 Oh no! Yeah, like a silver hoop. Is it a hoop or a a curved I barbell? Think it's a hoop. Oy. Yeah, fascinating. No, see, we had the nose piercing. Yeah, he yeah he was big on the piercings. He he wore a lot of silver. We've talked about silver men, the men in the silver. Yeah. Um. But yeah. yeah, he was pretty big in the piercings pretty early. But okay, so thinking about this, they, we do a lot of like either or. Uh, uh, would you rather? Would you rather fuck type Mary of thing? Kill. Yeah. Imagine, okay, so here's, this is what I've been thinking about a lot. I'm meeting Slash and like Slash, you know, he's there, he's available. He's exactly all those things that he is, right? Mm -hmm. Slash 91 slash 89 slash. Oh yeah, like peak slash. But Tara, he is, you go back to his house, he has 25 snakes at home. (laughs) And that is the real slash. Okay, so let's let me give let me let me break this down. I that is a deal breaker. I put it three pounds lighter, ten years younger. I meet Slash in nineteen ninety one at the Rainbow. I mean, this could be today, and I know. Okay, but let's say okay at any point in time, body dot. Let's just say I'm thirty pounds lighter. Okay, Okay, let me just imagine this. Okay, and ten years younger. So I I meet Slash and. Because I'm using that girl on TikTok, TikTok's method of if I think I'm a 10, I am a 10. So I'm thinking I'm so confident and I'm going to hit on him, pick up on Slash. I'm going to hit on him. So I, I approach Slash and we start chatting. Tell him he offers to buy me a drink and tell him I don't drink, but I'll have a club soda. And he has a whiskey, I have a club soda. He invites me back to his place and I know where this is heading. I'm excited. So we go back to his place in Studio City. Yeah, Laurel Canyon. And there are 30 snakes in this house, minimum. That's, do I have sex with Slash? You bet your ass no, I do. I'm not even talking about it, having sex with Slash one time. I'm talking about Do you have slash, sex with Slash in a room filled with snakes? I would. I couldn't do it. You wouldn't have sex with Slash in a room a filled breaker. with I, I would, I absolutely could not do it. I tried to make Robin go to an amphibian store with me yesterday because we were driving and there was an, and we go, Robin, there's an amphibian store. The L reptile. The triple L reptile. Shout out triple L reptile. Can we get them to sponsor the pod? (laughs) This episode brought to you by triple L reptiles in Oceanside, California. So I've been reading. It's free yeah, advertising. So, they don't yeah, deserve Slash it. Has been she, she wouldn't go in with me. No, never fucking. I, I told her I wanted to see a chameleon. I, I, I don't think I could even park my car in front you, of you it. You were really upset. So I'm terrified by snakes. And, and there's a long, deep history of why. And, and Snake there's trauma. trauma. Snake trauma. Some some childhood trauma there. But yeah, I, I like I'm even imagining here's Slash. Like after all this. He's lying him, in bed. 
His, he's like, his, he's lying Robin, in bed. He's will listening. You marry me? Can Masa- we go to St. Brennan's church? We're going to go to St. Brennan's. But the thing is, I'm going to have all a the, reptile room. All the guests at the Every, wedding are going to have a snake with them. No, he's like got a, a fucking a reptile room in the house. He um, probably has a reptile wing. He, he has a full wing in his house devoted to snakes. Oh, he 100% Multiple does. Multiple These are fucking facts. He does. Like, even if, oh God, I, 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 I would I not just, be, I, I'd, be, I, I'd be like, Saul, baby, we have two houses. I'm not trying to like offend you here. I don't think there's a good chance you'll ever be put in a situation where you're going to uh, potentially fuck slash. No, However, I'm Robin, saying, I'm, I'm saying that if that situation did come up, well, and okay. you go to his house and there are snakes everywhere. No, okay. I don't believe that you wouldn't go through with it. I, okay, but we're, you would okay. bail on Wait, Slash. Stop, Terry. Imagine, okay, okay, so screw, say it's on Slash. Let's just talk it to any modern day, any day. There's a guy that you meet that you really like and you go back to his house and he's a snake guy. Oh, that's happened to me before. That it's, it's, it's a regular dude is a deal breaker. When it's Slash, it's not. I don't know if I could. That yeah, is ex- no, I, what I'm saying is Slash is the exception to the snake guy. I don't moratorium. think you understand. I got a moratorium on snake guys. I got a moratorium on guys with minor threat tattoos. Would you? And I, you know, I stand by it, but Slash is an exception. And lucky for me, he doesn't have the, the jumping sheep tattoo. Could you imagine every day he comes down for coffee and he's got a fucking python wrapped around his hand? <laughs> Like, no, I can't. I mean, I can't. That, I can't. That is Slash's daily life. Yeah, I think it's day to day with Slash. Yeah, I just like I. That's why can't. his wives keep leaving him. But right. the snakes are me, Saul. God, have you heard, I heard the snakes, all these baby. stories about people that own snakes and they like always like escape and then like get into the walls and then they're lost in the walls. Or they, they go down the toilet and they live in the sewer. Oh, I hate it so much. Have you seen that video that's resurfacing? I don't want to talk about they, it. No, no, no. I don't want to talk about it. Figure out how to open doors. No. Oh, God. But that is life with Slash. So here we are, this perfect specimen. Mm. There's so many things perfect about him, except the literally the biggest moratorium and deal breaker that I've ever seen. What's the music of. video where he's laying in bed with hookers and I snakes? I haven't watched it. Oh, it's the is video for patients. I haven't watched it. <laughs> it's like it's like the boys in, in the living room playing patients on the acoustic guitar, but Slash isn't with them. He's in the other room laying in bed, and hookers keep coming in oh, and out of the God, room. And he like the hookers change, but the snakes remain the same and i think that's where we should end this no it's so disgusting i'm reading a book about him too and he would go as a child and he would go into a um like a reptile pet store and he would steal snakes and he would go and he'd wrap them around his arm and put his jacket over and walk out with snakes up oh my god that's enough i know i don't want to hear anything else bad about slash i just it's so not in this lifetime but I'm, yeah, God damn it. Like, there's nothing, nothing lasts forever. Nothing's perfect. No, that's, you know, there is no, there is no real perfection and nothing lasts forever. There's nothing. So thank God that there's no snakes in November rain. Imagine. Ugh. Imagine if there were. snakes every day? Yeah, we'd have to talk about that. We wouldn't wouldn't do it. We'd do a different song. We would have just chosen a different song. No, just the world would have been different. 9-11 may not have happened. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. So... That's that. That's All what right. I want to talk about. All right, everyone, have a good one. Bye.